podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, welcome to This Is Happening. This is one of your hosts, Nathan Streifel. And this is Eric Morris. So today, listeners, we are joined by writer, producer, director... Uh, television mogul James LaRosa. James, welcome. Hello. I feel like I should have an accent for him for being a mogul. Hello. <laughs> put on the mogul. Yeah. Put on well, the mogul it's a accent. big, it's a big, big pleasure and an honor for you for me to be here from the thirties <laughs> or something. Yeah. Transatlantic oil money. I'm, I'm the guy from the Monopoly game. Nice to see you. <laughs> That's right. James is the creator and primary writer and uh, lately director of the smash hit BET series started on VH1. It's called Hit, hit the, the Floor. Hit the Floor. Whoop, whoop. Which I have been steeping myself in over the last day. It's drama filled. It's, it's super really fun. It's really fun. I, I really I really enjoyed it. It's like Yay. really right from the beginning. One, it's it's a great idea. It's so commercial. Um, you know, with with all like and it started in 2013, so Maybe it was before some of the dance team reality competition shows that are out there. Maybe not. I don't really... Yeah, yeah. No, we were... The, the, before all of those. Yeah. Uh, and before uh, even shows that are sort of like our... Like, we were before Empire. We were before How to Go With Murder. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, besides being before the sort of dance type of shows we're also a little bit before ahead of that whole it is kind of like yeah, scandal yeah, yeah. Scandal, the, yeah I think scandal uh, predates it's scandal, scandal-esque yeah. to me it's I, which is a bit I used to say we're like scandal with dance numbers it's a, so oh, that's a great way to sell it I mean it's, it's like Dallas in a way uh, you know or which just, we which we borrowed from liberally with one of our season finale cliffhangers. We had one of our 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 our, our villainess, our Yelena, was shot, and it was a big whodunit. And it was actually uh, shot in a way as I mean, I directed it in a way that was. I tried to do a shot for shot remake of Jr. being shot. But oh my god, I, I love that! I, I have not seen that episode. Well, so but here, here's the trick because I watched that first run the, the Dallas yeah oh well it, here's the trick is it's impossible in 2000 and whatever teen to do a shot for shot remake of uh, something from the early 80s because it was so slow as shit back then so that sequence you think oh someone just came in and who's there and bang you're like there's the creak, there's the arched eyebrow, oh, yeah, you're no, walking into the other in the room, and he's, yeah, going back, yeah. it's a pot of coffee, checks like the there's stock a, report, you're just like, just get shot It's a lot ready. of eyebrow uh, close-ups. There's, so there's, so there's no time for that anymore. <laughs> no, I, especially uh, at that point, VH1, mm-hmm. I was like, I w- I've lost they half my audience. Cuts. That's I have an entire act to, do, <laughs> to devote to like, to devote to like, creak, and sure. then the, no, and then his, who's there? And then his collapse, <laughs> and then his on the floor and the you know a lot of it is Ooh, it, it's I have very to say, extended gro- I, I remember it growing up on soaps being able to do that on mine was like heaven like to be able to because we don't we don't like it's not like we're like going and this is going to be our dynasty thievery but mm. that is just such an iconic soap thing so to sure. be able to take a character and I love doing the whodunit I love do, doing whodunits our second season was a whodunit um, and uh, and then doing the whodunit off of that particular shooting also. Um, 
was just great. So it was just really fun. And the character of Elena is someone that the audience really loves. I you would think you to say loves to she hate. She has become central. She's, she's oh well she she I've was been, the she was always the villainess. But she has become quite well because she's sm- she's a smart cookie, and yeah. that, that's actually a line in the episode where she gets shot. But uh, she's you know Logan Browning plays her, and she is certainly one of my proudest creations. Uh, and she's it's a very just so strong. Yeah. She's such I mean she's such a bitch. And what's so great about Logan is is that she's such not a bitch. Um, and so I feel like. It would. It's 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 nice to have someone who you can go okay, who totally gets it, who is so observant and knows how people can mm-hmm. be, and so she's gonna inhabit that. But then once it's done, we're like skipping away in her bloody <laughs> dress, and we're like, this is great. So taking a, a step back from a bloody dress, that don't find that segue. What hit the floor is hit the floor is a you know drama about a um, you know it's like Laker girls, but. The a fictional LA fiction. NBA basketball. It's team. the Devils and it's the Devil Girls. Uh, it's an LA basketball team. It's a dance team. It's so interesting to me. I mean, you and I don't know each other well. We have a, like a, a come on. How did I get friends. here? <laughs> it's interesting to me that this we found him on the street and thrown in. I'll talk to anybody really. <laughs> that this sprang from your mind. Like, why wasn't this like? A, a show that Paula Abdul created. I mean, it's her life. You know, uh, it's interesting. It's so to me. funny you say that because you just. Th- I don't even know if I should go down this road because I'm having you know like th- when you know when you're like oh it's like repressed memory. <laughs> I remember. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to go back through my files at some point. I feel like. Did someone say you should attach Paula Abdul? I, or you it, it would seem obvious that somebody would have like so I, I, at some point I, feel, I mean I don't know what I feel like she's what, what gave you the yeah, idea for the show well so this actually VH1 came to me um, because they had two shows on the air that were really working for them at the time one was Basketball Wives mm-hmm. um, which is a reality show and the other yes. uh, was Single Ladies which uh, was a scripted soap and they were like you know is there some sort Can of a world to make it reality-esque, but like a scripted drama? To make it, well, you know, I think the challenge of any reality show about super famous, how do I, how do I say this? We, like when, as you described the show, hit the floor as behind the scenes, behind the scenes of the NBA, I would not use the words, uh, or the letters NBA because they're very protective um, okay. So we just say okay. professional, professional basketball. basketball. Yeah. So yes, yes, yes. they would just say the league, right? Yeah. So um, and I I bring that. I mean, but, you know, no one's gonna get sued by you guys saying it. But the reason why I say it is because the NBA will can legally put limits on whatever is meant to be them. And so I think when you have a reality show, I mean, Basketball Wives isn't about the NBA, but they're Basketball Wives, you know. So, so they had a lot of trouble with kind I, of... I don't know what was going on necessarily behind the scenes, but I think when you have a show like Single Ladies where they could do whatever the hell they wanted, I think they were like, wouldn't it be great to just be able to really go full-blown with the players, the dancers, the owners, and just wouldn't that be... Like, what could that be? Right. Like, let's ratchet up the soap. Let's ratchet up the sex. Let's ratchet up the... Let's get inside the men's locker room and see what goes on there. I think that was kind of the... And had you yeah, worked on VH1 with no. them before? Well, yes, yes. Um, but no, so basically how this came to be was um, 
I have worked over sort of my story. I mean, I guess we'll get to my story, maybe. But we like to do a we'll deep, deep dive. A deep dive. <laughs> well, so I don't. Let's see. How do I tell the story without getting into the deep dive? Um, the deep. The, the, we could the, st- we could the do deep dive now if you want. Well, so basically, I was born a poor child in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> I. You're FTR. Okay. My um, yes, I'm all about accents today. Um, I my how I came to run a show is not probably how I think people probably do it in different ways, but mine was really like one that nobody would want to do, which is. Well, I wanted to ask you, like, why did a why did VH1 come to you? It's like, what can you create for us? Like, so I had worked um, with so Maggie Molina um, was a uh, happened to be. <laughs> Working um, with, uh, she'd worked at VH1 and MTV. I'd worked with her in the early two thousands on different projects, and she's become a dear friend of mine. And and I've and I've we've been in each other's lives for since the early two thousands. Okay. We met at a uh, a just like a drinks birthday thing, and we were yeah. debating Christina versus Britney. Like just to put that in like a time frame for you. <laughs> so, um, well, and it was wait, a current conversation. Oh God. I feel like... We, was it the dirty era? Like, Chris- No. I mean, it was... It's hard. I feel like we were both on the same side, the so it wasn't much 2000s. of a debate. Yeah, I think... Uh, and you want to know which one, and I feel like... I want to say we're... Oh, God. I... A lot of drugs, man. I don't know. It doesn't I, matter. It, the Christina Brittany baby. I will say this. I come down on the side of Brittany. But, like... And I think... Well, okay, but so... But can we just take a moment... And, I mean, just Christina is way more talented. Can but we just I, I enjoy Britney more? Can we just acknowledge the fact, though, that it's 2018 and they're both still being still talked relevant. about? They yeah. were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, or I know Britney was within Sync in '99. Um, and Christina Britney was right came back yeah. came out in '99. And the Christina fact was that very quickly this, right. Gina in a bottle. Yeah. Like the fact that we're still talking about them so many years later is you know. Are we talking about Christina Aguilera? Who's talking about her? She's on the she's voice actually, forever, and she's just come out. <laughs> oh, you when you took you took Britney's side, you took it hardcore. You're like fuck that Christina, and she's not allowed to ever be spoken of again. I mean, she's got some good songs. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm not. You weren't that. struck when her, she took off all her makeup, and she's like, look at my face. Oh, I no. love that. Look at my freckles. Cover. That was great. No. Um, you want an actual song. You don't want a magazine cover. You're like, give me a song. Her music's better. Britney's got more hits. It's... <laughs> she's way more talented. She's, she's she way can more actually talented. sing. You know, she's just I have way, a feeling that really none of us care. That's the general vibe. I mean, I think you're very... Probably Christina. I actually, you're right. I don't really care. None of them <laughs> you're right. are my friends. And so my <laughs> deep dive into my life has really nothing care. to do with those two. I don't really care either. Well, I mean, then fine. Fuck, fuck I'm moving on. They're Screw. too young for me to yes, care. Yes, they're millionaires. They could buy us and sell us a million times. I'm much more interested in Madonna. Because that's, that's more my era. Well, so, so, way old, way so Madonna and I go way back. We don't. So back to me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my, so, so that uh, executive at VH1, yeah, you were so, friends with. And she's like, I've been looking for something to do with you. Yeah, I had done. So uh, I did. I met her at one point for, you know, at this party. We hit it off. And so she's like, oh, come and pitch me some projects. And I wound up selling two things to her. I want to say like in a couple of weeks I'd gone in. I have these ideas. And so I was doing... That is truly the best way to go. Like, I had a friend. Birthday drinks? 
Well, no, I had a friend who... I think uh, it is, actually, yeah, totally. We, but, like, a you know, personal I, I connection had, to I somebody. had dinner with someone, and, she, you know, she was at ABC, and, you know, she was like, well, come in and pitch, you know, and and I did, and, and she bought the pilot, and, you and know... show you know today as Castle. <laughs> no, sadly, it didn't go beyond Modern the pilot. Modern no. <laughs> Well, no. so, the, but the thing, the, the, the reason why it's tricky to tell the Hit the Floor story, or even the, the How I Know Maggie and How It Came to Be is... Um, my my career has actually been a giant struggle, um, but I've been very Kimmy Schmidt about it. So I got my degree uh, at Syracuse. Okay, wait. So oh, geez. Where are you from? Boston. Okay, cool. Um, grew up in Boston. Grew up in Boston, working class, five kids. Um, you know, father's a landscaper, work nights as well. Um, housewife, mom. Um, Patriots fans? But I, you're sort of indoctrinated into anything that's a Boston sport, so you sure, have to be a Patriots yes. fan mindlessly. You have to be a Red Sox fan mindlessly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no Was one... it like Boston proper? Yeah, inside Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. so people go, I'm from Boston, brain train. I'm like, that's not Boston, motherfucker. Where in Boston? Uh, Hyde Park. Hyde Park. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, so Hyde Park, Massachusetts, like yes. you said before. See, I, you know I'm not lying. <laughs> um, although Madonna and I do not go way back together. Five, so that was a five lie. siblings, that's a lot. Um, and I was, yeah, I was the youngest for 15 years. And One of them lived in was, Belgium now. Yeah. You have, like, these little trivia. So it's your, an Italian. My, that, I went and spoke, so there, you're referencing my IMDb page that says, right, like, that he has a sister in Belgium. I and went you're and, an avid tennis fan. And I, well, so, but the oh. sister in Belgium was, like, a I little... Didn't read that. It was, like, a little nugget that was there after I went to my sister she teaches at school there and I went and I like taught kids how to like craft a scene or something I don't know what it was but it was fun I came back and suddenly that was on my IMDb page that my sister does has this job in Belgium whatever and I and this was and they also also had my birthday on there and I was like okay but really my sister I didn't really I was like that's people they, no, why do you have that information up there? Right. I was like, my sister's like a private... up there? No, and they don't care. I'm like, my sister's like a private... Like, why do you need to put information about my sister? I'm like, say what you want about sure. me, but I'm like, why are you... And they just right. would never take it down. Anyway. Yeah. But you don't know how it got there? No. You didn't? I don't know how... Listen, there's, there's shit all over the internet. I have no idea how... Who I'm ma- like it, I'm married to people. Are you? Uh, <laughs> no, not currently. Um, but Paul Abdul? Uh, no, no. But one of my actresses, the, uh, the internet still has me married to. Um, it. I don't know if it's on. But you've never been married. I have been married. You have been married. I have been married. Oh my god! Dun dun dun! Cool. Is that part of the deep dive? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was so in a tenure. Cool. Lots of brothers and sisters. I was in a tenure with lots of my brothers and sisters. <laughs> sort of the story a becomes a little marriage? strange. A, th- a ten-year relationship, a three-year marriage, um, which is no longer. Um, and uh, but yeah. Okay. So yeah. you went. So you went to college at Syracuse. Went to college. So yeah, yeah. So went to. So went to college in Syracuse. And you're of Italian American yes. extraction. Yes. Rosa is Italian. Yes. You look yes. Italian. You got that. The big nose. And well, the hair too. The curly. It's like, you know. I, it's, I'm letting it grow a little longer. It now. looks great. You do it look is. a little bit like Gregory Harrison. I must say. Wait, Gregory Harrison. What, Gregory Harrison? Mm-hmm. Ha- really? Mm-hmm. Did we have this conversation about the Gregories? Because I feel like I just had a conversation about Gregory Harrison and probably Who's wouldn't Gregory have in 20 Harrison? years. Gregory Harrison is, no one knows him now, but he was on Trapper John MD. What's and, Trapper John MD? Oh, it was a series in like <laughs> 70s and 80s. Okay, so um, what's the 70s and 80s? TV star? He was a He was super hot. So I'm super like, I mean, but like waspy, right? Like, wasn't Gregory Harrison no, like a little no. waspy? No, no. 
I mean, certainly he had the same curly hair that you do. That's part of what it is. It's You've got a working man's vibe to you. Did they he have? Super thank you. It's thank like, you. He wasn't super <laughs> really wispy. Cal- he was Let me like, see those knuckles. Yeah. He was like, uh, <laughs> I beat he you know, like a he's like a dude's dude. Builder. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, like yeah, yeah. he's he's very attractive. You've got just like a slight longer. sheen of a gray. That's Wisp. my that's my Mr. Sheffield. I can't help. Like I can't oh, stop great. it. You know, like that like mm-hmm. Charles Shaughnessy hair from the nanny. And I'm like, uh-huh. do I really have to grow that thing? He like that was so little? sexy. I see your hair the is pretty good. Nanny. It's pretty good. The lighting is probably helping me not look ancient. Uh-huh. But there's oh, a, stop. a lot you of look, age. Come on, you look fantastic. <laughs> That's why I'm coming about. back. Um, <laughs> um, but so... Syracuse studied. Yeah, and basically, um, I always loved TV. I always... Uh, I used to like, keep notebooks of the shows that I loved. I would track their ratings. I was like a super nerd about it. Um, but I never, ever, 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 ever considered... It didn't even cross my mind that I would ever live out here, work out here, anything. Just because it, it's you only think to do what you see as an option. It it's didn't funny, occur to me. I track the ratings of shows too, and here only for one reason. My father was in advertising, and every um, you know upfronts, you know they would distribute the each network. Actually, so I guess his agency would put together a compilation of what each network was pitching mm-hmm. and like how they were doing and the ratings. And he would always bring that home and I would read it, you know, starting at like 15, 16, whatever. And I just, I was obsessed with it. And then I would start looking at the ratings in the USA Today. Wednesdays. When, yes. That's when I would Every get them. Wednesday. I was 12 and I was getting, and I would cut out the ratings every Wednesday. I, and I would know I how. I read that so all was it? College, just top too. 10 Every TV single shows? show on network. network and Fox at that point wasn't even a network. So you'd get top three and it were top, you know, three networks. Well, ABC, ABC, CBS. Yes. But... I mean, well, when, when, I when you started, um, okay. but but then later, because I was reading it like in the in the late eighties, early nineties, when Fox was a network. Yeah, mine was mid eighties when I was looking at the stuff. It was Dallas. It was always like who was, and then eventually, yeah, like then it became like a Roseanne I, versus Home Improvement I might be thing. Older than and, you. Yeah, I don't know, not by much probably, but um, <laughs> well, but so my TV. Um, uh, uh, love I started probably my, the first thing I ever wrote was a family tie spec I think I was 11 oh my god I love it and it was god. 7 pages so as you, half hours are but if, wait 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 I have to tell you what it was about yeah, yeah, yeah. so in my family tie spec um, they were uh, so Justine Bateman's character was with Teeny Others Mallory. okay Mallory mm-hmm. was with Jennifer and Mallory had no, 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 Ma- yeah, Mallory had seen a um, um like a mugging oh and so the guy threatened her and he's like if you tell anyone and so she's all freaked out and then the guy kidnapped jennifer and they crashed their car and there's like a sound of a flat line you find out the guy died and elise makes it all better with jennifer by, by getting her ice cream oh, of course. so so not much has changed in your writing so right so i did a family tie stack and i was like uh girl i think you into the, a soap life well it's, so, it's hilarious to me that you would you wrote a spec at that young age with a typewriter and that's the part that should amaze you and that, but clackety, that clackety, clack. but somehow that white out i needed that you didn't think like you'd end up out in LA no, writing no, for television. No, 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 no. If you did a spec, nobody family in my family. No, 
Because because yeah, but didn't it didn't go a, anywhere. Your parents weren't like, you, didn't oh, you wrote a, a spec script already? Let's get you into, like... <laughs> you didn't see a path to it. I get that. Like, yeah. it, right. you, you can see what's in front of you and, like, okay, I can get from here to there. This person that I know ended up doing this. You know, like, yeah, yeah. it's hard no, no, no. to imagine. I didn't see, it wasn't even an entertainment path I didn't see. I didn't see a path out of Boston. Like, the idea of, like, you can do stuff in New York City. The idea of living in New York City, just nobody really left home. Did you move to New York City first? No, no, no. But, but I'm just saying, like, New, like going to school in Syracuse, which is was that a big not leak? super far. Yeah, that was like, I either would have gone to BU or, or Syracuse. I actually... That's exactly how I felt growing up. I was from a really small town, and my whole family still lives there. And it was like... Getting out is like a. Oh, that. when I was young, the world was my oyster. <laughs> you know, my they pour some said, more rose. <laughs> my parents said, "You can do whatever you want." Well, but actually, I will say that my my family was very much that way. The and I don't think that's anything that you can teach. I think my mother, for all the one of the things I'm most impressed by her was that she was always like you could always do whatever like you could do anything Mm. and I never got the sense it was like maybe I know that there's a lot of limits but you can try and do it no she was like you can do anything so I I always had that it wasn't like oh I don't think I would be able to it just it just didn't occur to me that I could go and are your siblings high achieving as well yes uh oh I should have let you finish your question before and are your siblings yes high high achieving (laughs) um I would say um as I categorize my siblings by their achievement level I will say that my two oldest sisters are exceptionally high achievers there's a high school I went to in Boston Boston Latin School which was an exam school they basically Boston Latin is actually where my grandfather went a lot of old white people went to Boston Latin School (laughs) Did you have to study It's actually kind of... Yes, for six years. It's a theater school to Harvard, kind of. They built Harvard for... For uh, so for it's a place to go, to go to from Boston. Boston, yeah. Boston Latin School was created in the 1600s. Yeah, and Harvard didn't exist, and my, people were too educated when they left Boston Latin School, so they created Harvard for Boston Latin. I believe graduates. it. My uh, my grandfather and all of his brothers and their parents and parents of theirs back to the 1850s went to Harvard, and I think back further than that they went to Boston Latin. It's amazing that wow. you can track that. Half my family was killed in an earthquake in Italy, so I can't really go back very far. Damn. But just to just Not to trump you completely by my <laughs> drama. Um, but uh, it, it, it's so they uh, basically this is an exam school, but it was public, and they would pay, basically take. But you like, didn't go there. You're simple. I did go. Oh, you went to yeah. Boston. So, but they were legit brilliant like one was math one was or like one was like more numbers one was more words um and everyone who like the the principal knew them everyone knew the LaRosa girls and so all you were stuff. the little so the, the I third, showed up third so string, I was yeah. a third one to go to the school and Isn't it was like colorful and they and they, they brought <laughs> But they were like, oh, and he's another... I knew going in that I Everybody wasn't... I knew you already. The, the people that worked there did, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so they all assumed that it would be just like them, which, I mean, I will tell this to their tell this to their faces they were nerds like they all had like this one had the musical instrument that she had to um that she learned this one like like they all did those things they were all like legitimately like high ranking and high achieving and they've just they're very very smart women i see i showed up and 
I was, I feel like, I mean, I was definitely like the smartest kid in my class. And so I always had that going for me. But once I got to the school, they had the smartest kid from every class in the city. So I was no longer Mm. just the smartest. And there are, and so like automatically. And once I saw how smart everyone was, I was like, well, I don't want to try. So then suddenly I was, then I was like, well, fuck it. Like I just, that was, I was, yeah, I was a little bit more rebellious just because, just because. So without getting into too many details, I would say that I probably did, um, a lot of corner cutting in high school. Mm. Like you cheated? A lot of corner cutting in high wow. school. Um, and, oh, they're uh, not going to take away your gra- diploma, right? I'm not trying to have no scandal. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, but I will just say, like, a lot of corner cutting. Um, to the point where, at one point, oh. I was not... I never went. I basically never went to school. I always... I basically... Now I'm totally doing it. I'm totally going there. I learned all of everyone's signatures, and I learned back in the day. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. now, like their system is like you can't get away with things. But at the time, oh, I'm sure you can. I it learned. Like, I learned everyone's everyone's signature. Yeah. I learned everyone's individual pass. I learned how to lie really well. So uh, I probably went to school a full one day a week. Um, Damn. And so then, you studied to become a criminal. No. Well, that's what they say. No, no, but you know what? That's what they say about Latin school is they either create the most brilliant scientists or the most brilliant criminals. And I, I mean, I'm not a criminal, but I did not fall into the science type, scientist category. Sure. But you, um, but, then, but you did end up going to college. What did you study at Syracuse? Well, so... Um, I, you know, ridiculously, I don't think... I don't... I didn't miss classes. I went to everything. I in both high missed. school and college. But I cut school to go home and watch soap operas. So when I say I was like you a were, criminal, you, you were, were studying, studying to do what you do. Am so. Um, were you watching General Hospital? I was. A, I, I, I knew that was a little after me, or before me. Yeah, um, see, I, I I knew I was older. Than oh, but not by me. I mean, <laughs> Luke and Laura were like early eighties. That was like that was actually around the I Dallas heyday. Watch that, yeah, um, and I also watched. Dallas. I love Dallas. I was a CBS. Cast Linda guy. Gray and something. So what was the? I'm just saying Linda Gray has my birthday, not for she the year. Is, she but is that she. I mean, and when I you watch, her. I at a certain point, my friend Jeffrey and I would we got the DVDs for Dallas, got baked off our asses and watched. And besides the fact that the show is slow, I mean, you spend 20 minutes with a car pulling up and parking, and they get out of the car. I mean, you're like, this is the slowest. But you have thing to in history. But the you show watch, Sue Ellen was the you watch shit. Linda Gray play drunk. I mean, that bitch. or dry drunk. Like she, when she was drunk, she was great. But you knew her character was in general a dry drunk. So I love was her the, driving drunk. I no, no, love her uh, killing people when uh, she's driving drunk. I love her. What do you mean by dry drunk? Sleeping with a, a dry drunk when someone isn't drinking, but they're like, uh, like, like. They're kind of like uh, scratching and clawing and yes. wound up tight. I like love I'm, her when she's sleeping with Christopher Atkins. It's all good stuff. She's I've really good. An she's of so Dallas. good in that series. Oh my god. It doesn't work. Does it hold up? If I were to watch it as as someone who's consumed a lot of media that has come out nowadays, and I went back to watch Dallas, well, James is absolutely right. It's slow. You know, but I think that it's slow. But but it does. It does hold up. A lot of it does. I think that there's a. I think it's 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 popular and funny to talk about the shortcomings of older soap, but I think that both nighttime and daytime in the 70s 80s had some incredible writing and incredible acting the acting on dallas was 
phenomenal. They had Barbara Belgetti's holding court in it. I mean, she's, you know, she was and that woman, Hitchcock. Every films. single scene she was in, she wore a giant pillowcase. She had <laughs> the same outfit on. It was ridiculous what she wore, but uh, but she was, like, knocking out of the park in terms of the acting, and Jim Davis was great. And My favorite uh, on that show, what, what, there was a certain point where I watched a show and I was like, I love it, and there was a certain point where I was like, mm, I might be gay. Like, so, once there was characters like, um, uh, like the Morgan Brittany character, or like, yeah. or like the um, Jack Rambo. Uh, yeah, or like who was the? Were there gay? Were, are these gay characters? She played Jenna Wade, Priscilla Presley. Like she kind of was fucking everything on that show. Was there anybody gay in the show? She looked incredible. There was nobody gay. Any? That's well. I mean, that's, there was no gay that, characters. That we can talk about uh, once. I don't know. We're in the deep dive, but there was no gay. The only gay character that I saw growing up was. Oh, is that outside? That's hilarious. I'm watching Billy somebody Crystal. close a door and I thought it was behind me. Um, that was crazy. It was like, it's like a Halloween edition. There's a ghost. Um, the, no, Billy, well, but actually Billy, Billy Crystal is a great example because the because I wasn't really watching. I mean, I saw Soap, but I wasn't really understanding that, that the character was gay. a little bit before my time. Well, and so, I, I saw that later. But the same thing that happened with, with Soap happened with uh, Steven on Dynasty. Steven on Dynasty was like the only gay character and the both thing happened where they basically like, he's gay. No, he's not. That's We're what gonna they make did him straight. With, right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So it's they like, took you it go. Away. Right. And they made it and like. Came straight. They and, tried to make Will, they want, the networks wanted to make Will straight and Will and Grayson fall fall in love with Grace and the creator was like no that's, yeah, gay. that's a, I mean I don't think that got very far because I that was so in the concept the show, right? Right. show like that was not gonna change but there was no there were no gay characters and so that is why a big ch- I mean not being able to write gay characters on to hit the floor is very um, meaningful for me for that reason because uh, in, until you see yourself on screen, you don't exist, and so it I. It's so important. There, and there's so much. There was so much sort of um, shame and confusion and feeling like you're not right. Or I mean, oh, Stephen's gay. Oh no, he's not. Now he's with Heather Locklear, and it's it's on. And you're like, oh, okay. So I guess that wasn't a, a thing. So were you in a ten year relationship with a woman? No. With a man, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, I was in a uh, a tenure with a man. Okay, good. Um, and you got um, married when it was legal to get married. We got, so we got um, our timing was always bad because we got engaged the day it became a. Legal in Massachusetts. Illegal. No, because the the relationship was out here. Yeah, so basically, Mm. yeah, the day that it was like, okay, everything is kiboshed, you cannot get married, then we just got engaged the next day. Gotcha. Mm. For like... uh, When did you you come out? I came out in sophomore year of college. Oh, okay. um, Which is late, I think, by standards I didn't come out until after college. Um, now today are you gay? <laughs> excuse me I'm taking this rosé and I'm leaving um, <laughs> not much left I could see yeah, someone yeah, had yeah, a heavy yeah, pour yeah, over I there I poured a little heavy one cup got more than the other but that's okay um, no my MO in I was super um, melodramatic and when I was in high school and then when I was starting college I would have these crushes on all like the guys who I could maybe think were possibly also maybe interested sure. in men as well yes. and I would have all these like relationships with them that they didn't know we were having yeah. 
Uh, I, I had yeah. one thing like that growing up. I was like... I had my own relationship yeah. in my head with someone I grew up with. I, I was obsessed with my TA and got my and then took him out to lunch, got my heart broken. I had like a whole Aww. range of things that I'm like, I don't even know that he was really even aware that any of this was happening. Um, and then one night, I don't think I've ever told this story. Yes. Yeah. Hey. One night I was uh, in a very bad mood um, because I was... I think I had just one one more of those crushes that like went nowhere and I was and I knew what I was doing and I was like stop doing these fucking things where you're like thinking maybe and you're getting this oh and he's so yes. pretty and then like nothing and you're just like once again what's your so sign? Virgo okay I don't I don't I don't know anything about astrology. I just know that Virgo means like control freaks or supportive or I don't know something positive or negative. Anyway, Earth sign. I'm an Earth sign. Does that so am I gonna like guard grounded? Me? I don't know. I would say I'm grounded, even though I'm about to tell a story that's crazy. Yeah, so, sure. um, so, but I remember um, we, I, it was over a friend of mine's house, um, her apartment, and we're just taking these like huge bong reps. Now that pot is legal, but now you can just talk about weed and all your, yeah. all my pot stories are going to come out tonight. Um, but she had um, asked me, as we're like sitting there and smoking up, and she goes, Jamie, do you like boys? And I said, you're so silly. And then she took a giant rip from her bomb. <laughs> Jamie, do you like boys? And I said, you're so silly. <laughs> and then she does another one and she goes, Jamie, do you like boys? And I was like, yes. And that was the first person I ever told, uh, just because I had reached the end of my rope. Um, and I feel well, bad. She asked you three times. Right, and it was like Beetlejuice. <laughs> the gay came out. She summoned the gay. <laughs> well, I, I feel bad for her now. Be- I, I don't know if I feel bad I for her now. But asked me. It wasn't answered. a positive experience for her, I don't think, because uh, she was into you. I uh, there's a chance. I don't want to speak for her, but I think that she. I, I think that she had. Um, I think that she may have had crushes on. It was easy to have a crush on a gay boy. If you're, you know of what I'm course. Saying? So That's I don't. I don't know that that was the case. All my girlfriends had crushes on me. I and yeah. I disappointed them all. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to play that role in the story. I don't think that she was like in love with me, but I know that she was the only person who knew that I was gay, and so she just got like. You know that um, the Ark of the Covenant and you open it and it just comes right at you and your face melts and it explodes because it's just a lot happening. So you gave her all of your... Who do you think was cute on Melrose Place? Who do you think was cute on Melrose Place? No, isn't this guy cute? Who do you think is cute in this class? Who do you think is cute in this... Like, I I had no one else to talk to for 20 years. And you didn't even have an AOL chat room to go into. Nothing. (laughs) And so she got it all and eventually I think she hung herself. What? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. You, you saw that. I, I yeah, believed, I believed it too. Thanks. You know, I'm acting now and hit the floor. I know. So now I can, I now I can, know. a professional liar for money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so that was my, my coming out. And, then you, and then you soon after came out to more people? Yeah. So then I wanted to come out to my family first, but I had a week and a half before spring break. So I came out to all of my friends. I came out as bisexual, as we all do. Uh, in 1994. Um, and so, or five, four, anyway. This is in college. Yeah. 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 I'm definitively older than you. Yay! I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> this is only going to happen to me once this year. I'm glad it's happening now and we're being filmed. 
Um, We're not recorded. Recorded. <laughs> what is this? Doesn't take in my picture. Why you feel like you're always around younger people? Uh, have you seen the show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by lovely. Yeah. Um, no, I. A but dance I think I'm. Team. I'm. I'm. I, I'm very uh, immature. No, that's not true. I think I just have a younger energy, so I just. I think I have younger friends. But so let's let's try to understand. Okay. No good luck. I don't know Syracuse. Where yes. And you studied. What you study? Okay, so did this you move to LA? Here's the here's how it all bridges. Yeah. So I never thought I could be a writer because my mom told these brilliant, beautiful stories like this. She was so quick, and she's just housewife, so she just had a big fertile imagination. Isn't that great? And I thought I'll never do it, and it was actually for me kind of discouraging. I was like, I'll never do it. Um, but like anything, you know, if you go to the gym and you work out a muscle, you'll you know, sure. get better. Okay. So, but I, I love TV obviously. And one summer I stayed in Syracuse between sophomore and junior year and I worked at the internship office and we all had our own binders for the different students that we would track. And I got, one of them was entertainment. So I was, my job that summer was to call like classmates in my whatever and say like, what do you, how are you at this internship or that internship? Are you doing your blah, blah, blah. And so I would call people who I knew to be, like, just brain damaged. Like, they were the ones who were drunk all the time and, like, not, like somehow, like, a legacy got into the school because they could spell their name, whatever it was. And they're like, yeah, so I'm on Caroline in the city and I'm picking up her dry cleaning and it's... And I thought, if they can go to Los Angeles and not, like you know, shove scissors oh, in their eyes smart. by accident. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know what? And then, then and there, I actually changed my major. I, I was like, you know, if they can go there, it just, it, it just took seeing someone do it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so I changed my major, uh, and then, uh, I became a, a writing major. So I got my degree in writing for TV, radio, film, radio was somehow a thing that you would write for, I guess. Um, and like this, well, like this. Kind of bringing radio back in a certain way, but yeah, yeah totally. Because I have a degree in what we're doing right now. Perfect. Um, we have no writers, though. And then, um, well, thanks a lot. <laughs> you don't have a degree in improv. Damn it. <laughs> um, so I drove out here just a couple of weeks after graduation because I had a, I had a friend who was coming out here. Um, no time. In a no, Honda? I, what kind of car did it you It was have? actually a rider truck with a flatbed attached that a Cherokee was on the back of. Hmm. And it was, we drove cross country. Uh, and I knew, and she was already going. And I knew that if I didn't go with her, I'd heard too many stories about people who were like, I'm just saving money. And, and then I'm going to go. And they never went. And I was like, I can't, like, I know I'll somehow figure out a way to not go Um, so I just threw like a I shared like everything was hers I had like one box in the back corner and (laughs) drove to LA and then somewhere around Texas because we had uh, this sublet situation where it was like oh yeah it's gonna be great it's this apartment complex just like Memorial's place has the pool these two guys are leaving we're gonna sublet it's gonna be wonderful and then around Texas she's like oh one of those people isn't leaving so you have to find a place to live and I was like you bitch. Ugh. So I wound up like living with this strange kid who was like a UCLA student. How did you, did you how'd you find a place? It was disgusting. Back then. Um you could go to the UCLA housing whatever and they had like paper oh, stuff. So you went to like a number. college bulletin board. Yeah. So I went to UCLA, went to the bulletin board. This really makes me feel like I'm like doing chalk outlines and like it's, well, like, it's hieroglyphic shit. Yeah, because like, it's even before like There was no it? intranet, but really. So no, I no, went, no, I had to drive no. to UCLA and I got the number of this kid and I he's like, Yeah, like I could use a roommate. Rental. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that yeah, then yeah, yeah, side yeah. rentals. And so I wound up living with this kid for like a month. His the furniture was a couch and a uh, dumbbell. 
Um, <laughs> and I had straight. no furniture. I slept on the floor. I slept, he was straight. He was straight. Because, yeah. yeah. Dishes stacked up. Uh, it was just disgusting. Sure. I, and, I mean, anyone who's listening who's ever lived with a straight kid who's like 22? I don't know how the fuck. I don't know how old he was. But I, it was, it was In just... In college, I did. How old? How old are you in college? Do some math for me, would you? Well, you I was the criminal, not the scientist. So <laughs> somewhere in there, but he was—I don't think he was deep into it. So I think he was probably like around nineteen-year-old, yeah, some kid that doesn't know how to clean up it after himself. Like, yeah, just and he was—he was pleasant enough, but just—it was just such a dumb. So then, my, my friend Eileen moved out here from college, and so I lived with her for a couple of years, and and I worked. I got a job. Um, well, my first job was actually not one. I'll cop to it. I'll cop to my first job. My first real job was, um, which one am I copying to? The first thing that I got Cheesecake actually. Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, my yeah, first job was porn. <laughs> it was San Fernando Valley, but it was not porn. Um, I worked for, um, for really just a little, like a weeks, I think. I worked for Roger Corman, who does all those really like oh, killer amazing. doll movies. Amazing. Um, I was an office PA. I mean, he got, you know, he started. Ron Everyone Howard's worked for him. Career, Everyone worked for him. You know, Spielberg. Well, so I remind me of that because I have a little moment, a little magical moment. I'll come back to. Yeah. But um, but I I worked there very briefly, and um, I didn't know anyone out here, but I did join a writers group. Um, I was a PA. No, I was a second second assistant director on a movie in Boston, and the woman who was the DP, um. Uh, happened to be out here and she had a new friend that was in a I joined a writer's group somebody was like oh there's a woman who's looking for an assistant at Big Ticket Television which was Mr. Sp- Aaron Spelling's uh, sitcom division that still somehow has like a Judge Judy credit um, <laughs> and I interviewed with this with Margaret Oberman um, who was a writer on Saturday Night Live in the 80s she was Eddie Murphy's writer she wrote Duke Beverly Hills um, and I had this oh, like amazing oh, interview with her I love that movie everyone loves that movie she's I, I, she's like the I cr- love Shelley I I saw Shelley Long a few weeks ago at uh, the Pacific Palisades Gelson's and you know she's we're all good stories as old as fuck and but she was really trying to like make a joke with the person like in front of in back of her in line and he was like not getting it and and (laughs) and, you know and, and he was just like like so clueless and she was like, she's like, well, the best comedy really needs to be explained. And then, and then she kind of like took off. And, and I said to both him and the cashier, I was like, you know, that was Shelley Long, right? And they were like, really? And Did you say, <laughs> she's looking old as fuck. I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. But <laughs> Save I mean, that for the podcast. <laughs> Shelly Long around the ears. I'm sorry, Shelly Long, if you're listening. We love you, Shelly Long. I think you're the most brilliant. I love you, Shelly Long. But I, mean, That story, all I get from that story is I feel bad for the people who weren't getting her funny jokes. I was so enjoying it. She, yeah. looked, she kept turning what back to me. What a great moment to get to have she that She kept Shelley turning Long back moment. to me and she was like, is this thing on? You get yeah. it. She's yeah. like, yeah. okay. Anybody? Anybody? She's like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. She was lovely anyway. But so I, I wound up um, working for Margaret for a couple years um, and then I, uh, and it was like two years of like writing query letters and following up on these query letters to agents and meeting with assistants and it was just it was this it was a like, well, like you said it was a struggle it well yeah it took so it took me two years to get an agent 
And then yeah. I was staffed right away. I was in a show called DC with John August and Dick Wolf. John August created. Dick Wolf was in the EP. Mm. Um, Dick Wolf gave oil me and water. my first job. I mean, I appreciate it. it <laughs> this was, is like this is the moment for the undercover. This was the this is the moment in the RuPaul's Drag Race where you get that like rattlesnake kind of like <laughs> silence. <laughs> my my silence over the name Dick Wolf. Uh, <laughs> New York undercover. I, did we talk about this? Maybe no. Um, I don't remember talking about. I it was you know what I to this day I love John and and I think I, I don't know that we share the exact same aesthetic but I uh, he has one and I appreciate it and I and I see it and I enjoy it um, and I definitely I think um, I click with him as a person and I Dick is just a different animal to me. I just think that he's oh, so he's he's so um, kind of aggro. <laughs> like yeah. um, I remember at one point John was no longer on his own show anymore, um, and they kept all the writers, and so we were all going to pitch to Dick Wolf, and we're like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy! Like who's Dick Wolf? Oh, he created Law and Order. Gotcha. Um, did he create it? Is he behind it? Or? He created it. Okay, um, and so. Uh, we went and so the show was the show DC was very and like all of its spin-off. character. Uh, the guy's like swimming in money, um, and he's in the podcast space now. Is he? Mm. Cool. What does that mean? He's in the podcast. He is. Space? He is actually producing um, drama podcasts. Okay. Um, at the CAA or one of the agencies, like kind of like radio programs, like is is representing him and is. You know, I've just been reading about, like, people are making hundreds of millions of dollars on podcasts. Well, and the reason... Not us. The reason... (laughs) Not us, not yet. (laughs) If you're fictionalizing a podcast, I think there's a lot of buyers who are... um, uh, How do I say? Such pussies that they don't want to invest in something that hasn't been validated, even by, like, a person. Sure. That's, like, most of any... Well, right, so I mean, Dick Wolf is a proven brand, you know, I mean, I get it. Right, but, but, right, but what I'm saying is, right, so, I mean, it, 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 people are in that business, it's a viable business, but I'm saying, like, whether it's a book or a podcast or it's based on a piece of toilet paper that someone wrote, like, three words on, it's yeah, something, yeah. It, it, as long as you can say, oh, it's a pre-existing something, well, then it becomes a, a this whole is a new pre-existing toilet paper. Right, look at right. this. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yes, so, absolutely, um, right. So we can just pretend like we're playing people, and then we'll call it fiction. Oh, no, and we, we can just need, sell no, this. No, this is this is what it is. Oh, we're not, we're is, not I trying don't want to do make fiction. This. Right we're not trying to make this anything. I'm real. trying to give you a glow up. Fine. No, we're gonna be fine. All we're right. gonna be fine. No, blow um, us up, please. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry about <laughs> it. We're gonna be fine. Um, I mean, and so I guess I would say that the next. I can sort of fast forward. The next, I would say, ten years. I'd say the next ten years. I so I was on the show. The show imploded. I thought, oh great, I'm gonna be on the. I'm just gonna be on the next thing. On the next thing. Boop, this boop, is wonderful. Yep. Doesn't work that way. Sure. Um, and so I was. I got into TV movies. I got into pilots. I was yeah, I know TV. Yeah, one bouncing. You had a bunch of TV movies that were made before. Um, yes. Before you sold. And some of those are with Maggie, um, my okay. uh, executive producer, fellow executive producer on Hit the Floor. And these are all things that you wrote and sold. Yes. Or, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so um, I did... Or you got hired to write something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, I was brought in to... Uh, so I wrote uh, Real World The Lost Season, which was a phony baloney real yeah. world cast that, like, somebody kidnaps the cast because he was rejected so many times. Mm. And uh, so, so he wants MTV to, like, create just wanted to kind world. of create a fictional... Yeah, and I was, was like, I don't TV? know. Yes, and I was like, okay. I don't know. Hmm, how would I... And they're like, you can just order whatever seven actual real world is you want and we'll do, like, a B story and you can, like... And I was like, oh. and so I was like, I want this. So which one did you pick? Which ones? Did you pick the gay ones? There was not New Orleans. New Orleans. No, the gay ones. Oh, Danny. I, do you know? I didn't remember. It was so. It was so important. Pedro. To me that I was too, Pedro was not he was with dead. us at that point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, 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 he, right, right. He died. Pedro, but I will almost say, immediately. Oh, you brought it back though. Pedro is one of the reasons why I came out. Oh, yes, oh my god, that's so beautiful. I watched Real World that season, and when he died, and everyone so like I when he died, it was heartbreaking, and, yes. and he became such. I a, was already he, out by then. I it, for me, I think that's kind of helped contribute to why I was in a bad mood because and why I felt like um, it was okay to come out. So I definitely would say Pedro Zamora is is a big reason why. I came oh, out. I thought his his story was so moving. And I, you know, and he had that boyfriend, that Sean. black guy, Sean. He he was, you know, kind of whoring around Chelsea around the same time as he married, um, you know, Pedro. I mean, that was not a love for the ages. I think that was like a... Don't ruin this for me. I'm sorry, but... Where are the receipts? This is the... I this is a smear campaign. Wow, I you really see Sean around. You know, like even while Pedro was still alive, I will well, say maybe this. they were open. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, many many people are. I'm sure. Why Pop not? on your app. Everyone's like, hey, well, yeah, uh, I'm mean, open. I'm who open knows more about that than uh, Nathan? The one... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? What a I very think... happy, successful relationship. Hello, Raul. What... Hopefully you're listening. Hey, baby. Oh. <laughs> what came, well, and so what came what came through for me about their relationship was it it, it felt genuine to me. Like when I watched and saw Sean yeah, I don't think it was. and Pedro, but for me it, it felt that way because I'm watching them at rallies, right. I'm watching them hugging, I'm watching them experience. And certainly we're not in their lives and there's cameras in front of them and people can act certain ways, whatever. Uh-huh. To me that was irrelevant at the time. I didn't that, that to me what I was seeing was someone gay on television finally yes. who was actually well Pedro's gay. story is was hugely moving I just I don't I don't ascribe the best motives to Sean sorry um, well okay. who knows be I it, feel like be you're missing the point is. of the the global issue here which is yay Pedro but now this is you're taking Sean down you're coming for him okay and uh, <laughs> if there's a dial in for Sean to um <laughs> Back we do as, have as the podcast were. hotline in case anybody. This, unfortunately, it doesn't go live, so nobody ever calls in. We have a phone. It doesn't actually it connect doesn't, to the wall, but there's no hotline, and this isn't going to be out for several weeks. Oh, I don't want to hear your bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, so anyway, yours. I mean, just you're anyone... talking to Sean again, aren't you? This is your personal vendetta against. I didn't realize man. we'd have like a sh- this whole Sean. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I'm so negative about him. I just remember seeing him. Well, maybe because you I... love Pedro so much that the idea no, that I kind he of thought he maybe he loved like... Sean. No, I did not. No, Sean is not my type. 
but no. I don't think Sean's very upset about that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. No, I mean, I, we, we, no, anyway, whatever. You've buried the hatchet with Sean. No, you haven't. I'm, clearly, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we I, got so deep in that. I don't know, but this is, people, this is a lot of, I don't know if Sean's gotten this much traction in a while. Um, I don't even know his last name. I don't thank, even know who he is. Thank God. Oh, so Jesus. We don't so let's, let's like, not get into it. I was it. like five when this was I feel like I feel like I have to find the line of when you start knowing what things are. I'm like, I don't know, is it like second season of Lost? I'm like trying to figure out like where you start to click into pop culture. They're like, me, what's MacGyver? Me, me, yeah, me. yeah. I, I'm 30, so... Uh, oh my god, there's no excuse for half of the things you've said so far. 30? You look 12. I bought it for a while, and now I book all bullshit. Well, what? I'm sorry I didn't know Dallas. It was over before I was born. It was the number one show on television for years, and it's iconic. Well, no, but how would he know? How would um, he know Dallas? He couldn't girl, see Girl, were it. you watching the number one shows on television before you I were born? I can tell you what they were. Well, I could. I know what but Dallas is. Read, I said I've never seen an episode of it. I didn't say what like is Dallas. Is that a TV show? I watched if lots of I Love Lucy. Was, well, Dallas was very recently revived. You know, I wasn't mean, it though? Uh, I mean, not well necessarily. But lots of revivals I grew up in the nineties. I was a kid in the nineties, and then you know, my main like pop culture started. Boy Meets like, World. That was your show. TGIF was the jam. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh... Sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Family matters. Oh, do we need... Well, anyway, you still, have, you still have a glass. I know, but it was more dramatic that I drank out of the bottle directly. <laughs> I can't help my age. No. no, and you shouldn't. You don't have nothing even to that, apologize Even that statement for. gave Hell, I was the one that brought Pedro Zamora up. That's you true. Give me some cred for that, girl. I'm not taking away all your cred. I'm just saying you should know better. You need to be schooled. Okay, so, no, I'm kidding. Well, that's what this is How about. How dare I not know Sean? How dare I not know Sean? That's true. Um, but so I did So I did this real world movie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I also did... Yeah. Thank you. Let me get us back, back on track. back on track. Jesus, you're welcome. Good luck with your next one. Um, <laughs> we got Sean on next time. So that was going to be Bloop? You didn't know that, did you? Here comes Sean. And a reveal! <laughs> no, I'm getting Sorry, here. come on! It comes out to the Price is Right theme. Dun, 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 dun. Do you know what the Price What's is Right price is? is right? I hate you. I was on Price is Right. Were you? Of course, you can do what? Price is Right here. As what? An uh, audience behind Bitter's Row. I like the term bitter's row, but not not for what it sounds like. You don't know bitter's row? I'm like like bitter row. You sound like you're on bitter's row. I'm on like a hyper bitter row. <laughs> um, he needs uh, I know. Yes, I took row. it somewhere else. You never. You've never done um. A, no, a but I was at. I feel like it's an L.A. thing to no, do. Once. It is. I was at the farmers market and there was a girl walking by and she had her prices right name tag <laughs> like stuck to her ass. It's, yeah. I right thought there. she was living her best life. I was very impressed by her. Oh my god, we tried so hard to fucking get on that show. They put us right behind there because it's all an audition. The li- you're in the line for like five hours before you get into the audience thing, and it's exhausting. And the whole time we're like, woo 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 woo, we want to be the show, we want to be the show, we want to be the show. They used all of our energy and didn't call any of us up. Used all of your energy? Yeah, they were like, oh, let's put these really energetic people in the camera. Oh, I see, yeah. And then we'll just call up the nurse that's next to them and, like, the firefighter behind them. It's all scripted. 
That producer is your Sean, isn't it? That's my Sean. <laughs> That's my Sean. I can't believe we got it so deep dive into that Sean. But <laughs> well, so, okay, so real world, and then after yes. real world, I, yes, I have yes. something that'll snatch us right back to Let's it. Get Please back. snatch um, away. Have you ever heard of a gem called uh, Spring Break Shark Attack? No. Ooh, I'm, that, not gonna, I'm not going to tell you what channel? it was about. Now I'm nervous to tell you anything I <laughs> is don't that know. For this Quake with fear. <laughs> um, no, it was for CBS. So basically, um, Shark I, Week, Spring Break, Shark Attack. Yes, Did that's it, that's all you need to know. That's it. You're done. Was like, it that's a fiction? Break, though? Is that that's a TV was it movie? Fiction? I yes, it was before Sharknado. I'm telling you, I was like on the cusp. Yeah, Sharknado. Um, and it was like a bunch of kids at Spring Break. And Absolutely, they, <laughs> and they all. So I was like Jaws. I was working on yes, I was working on a project and um, with Maggie. Uh, and uh, it was with these two producers who were uh, Frank uh, Von Zernick and Bob Zerner and they I just their their TV movie credit if you look up on IMDb it's ridiculous They've it just goes on forever yeah. and so I was working with them on this project and they were like we want to you know I'm, I want you to do a, a picture for us I want you to do a disaster picture do a picture so come in and we're going to do a disaster picture it's going to be great <laughs> and he's like super old school and so I didn't, it was for CBS, it was already set up. I didn't have to do a fucking thing but say yes. And so now I have a movie on CBS. I'm like, this is great. And by the way, a disaster picture. Like, that's bucket list. Like, is great, it like, yeah, a bunch of said, like a Sunday for night less, it's made for less for TV. Less yes. and less says, let's cast someone I want to rape. I don't remember that part of the story, <laughs> but, um, but it was, it, it was, what CBS was doing was counter programming to Desperate Housewives because Desperate Housewives, oh my God, my accent just came Big hit. Desperate Housewives. I'll uh, tell you this, I watched the pilot premiere of Desperate Housewives. That was, it was a, it was a better script than a, than a shot pilot, but the pilot was great. The script to me was so like amazing. I mean, um, I watched the first four seasons. Marsha Cross can't beat it, but she was playing I mean, Betsy from Melrose Place. Fucking yeah. Phenomenal. Wasn't oh, she yeah, playing? Yeah. Remember? Do you, do you know Melrose Places? Mm-hmm. She wasn't playing the same character. Betsy. No, so the, the character so she played on Melrose Place. She played um, Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly went nuts. Insane. Right. Marcia Kimberly went nuts. It. Right. And she, she couldn't have been better. She play, She went nuts and became a character named Betsy, who was very prim and proper, and she had like her like. Uh, and then that basically came in when she went into Desperate Housewives. I was like, she's playing Betsy. Betsy without like the crazy man. Well, she who doesn't was, like, have crazy her. range. I mean, Marsha Cross does what she uh, does. When I tell you, whatever she was fucking serving up on Melrose Place, I was eating with a spoon. Me too. I was like Kimberly. I was living. Oh, when for she and when she blew up the thing with the bomb. That was like she yeah. That was at her like her scar. And the and that point. Oh and, my. God, she was fantastic. Fantastic. At that point, that was sort of towards the end of Kimberly. And then she was like, now I'm doing all these other characters, and I'm like over the deep end. The part of, I love the Kimberly before that, where she was like nutty, but she, I don't think she'd taken off her wig yet. She was with Michael. Yeah, and then she was like telling Michael, uh, telling um, Matt, like, you know. Why he was, was a, she wearing He was in a hate day, crime. Right. right. He yeah. was he was attacked, and he's like, do you know why you were attacked? It was a hate crime. It was. I hate you. Like, she basically <laughs> made, it, made it seem like he was like jumped by a bunch of guys for being gay, and she's like, no, I hired them because I hate you. Like, she was so, or like, be careful. There's a lot of infected needles around here, Matt. You don't want to accidentally get stuck by one. Like, she was fucking Marcia crazy. Marsha Cross was the bomb. She was. Although. Why isn't she on Hit the Floor? Although. I, I would take her in a second. You could have been here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is an uns well, she's not unsung at you all, big... but Melrose, or I'm, I'm, there's yeah, a yeah. there's a a character on Melrose who I feel like doesn't get her due. And when Heather Locklear came in and changed the show, yeah, yeah, great. Sure. 
Kimberly, amazing. Yeah. But Sydney was the fucking linchpin on that show. I love and, her. And what is that actress's name again? Uh, Laura Linney. No, 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 no. Laura Lace. <laughs> Sorry. Laura Linney. <laughs> Laura Layton. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar. From Love Nominee. Actually, also yeah. I love. But no, Laura Layton um, played Laura Sydney. Laura Layton was. And she has been on Pretty Little Liars the entire time I could hire anybody on Hit the Floor. I would love to have Lori Layton on Hit the Floor. Well, I'm sure she's a podcast listener, so Lori... She and Sean are listening right now. Lori Layton, though, she would do it. Why not? I'm not saying she wouldn't. I'm saying she was was on Pretty Little Liars. She played a mom on that. How much much power do you have for casting? Um, well, he's the executive producer. I've I've never I've never gotten pushback on casting. So I mean, you, I've gotten like oh, be care-. like I've had. There are certain actors who I have hired who maybe don't have experience. And so I've you are kind of stern, like, like are you, you the be last? Careful. Well, you are definitely you kind of the last line. You definitely have to be careful, like because you've got they've got to, some of them have to dance. So yeah. isn't that like a you know? I take well. So basically, the the network has final say. Um, sure. The network. Ha- has been very trusting, um, and, and I say the network. I say both of them. Yeah, VH1. Yeah, it started at VH1, and BET was also very like they, they, and I think it's important. You have to trust your showrunner if they're mm. if your showrunner writer. If someone inspires you, you kind of have to. Unless they're like terrible. If you're saying to me. I don't believe a word that's coming out of their fucking mouth and the net, our viewers will hate them. And like, if we had a whole conversation where you had to like make, but if but I'm inspired by you, someone, it's been four seasons and sure. you've been, and you, I mean, you've written the three episodes that I've seen to completion. Uh-huh. I, I imagine. Was there a happy ending at the end? Yeah, I said completion, but, um, but, did uh, you write season four, episode eight? I did. Oh, I wrote it. I directed it. Hold on. So the, you're directing. I wrote when it, directed it, produced it, created it. Would acted in that episode, um, miss, and wrote the, the rap and the dance song. So I just, as of today, oh became a God. member of BMI. What's BMI? my seventeenth union I've had to join For because of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations! Thanks. Cheers. Thanks. I'm a rap lyricist. Uh, Step aside, Marshall Mathers. So did you do <laughs> dance auditions? Did I what? For the for Who the when you started the show, did you do a bunch of dance auditions? Yes. Uh, so Michael Rooney is our choreographer. He is the son of uh, Mickey Rooney. Um, what? He's a, oh my god, that's crazy. Um, Michael has like four VMA and he's died, choreographer and, of the year. And his father video. died while you were making this show. Um. Yeah. And actually, I remember my mother emailing me going, oh, "Hey, Michael, like she she was very alarmed <laughs> when Michael's mother died." Yeah. Um, but uh, he, wonderful choreographer, he choreographed Bjork's It's So So Quiet video, mm. um, Praise You, Fatboy Slim, um, do you he works know, with Kylie. And, do you know the choreographer Ryan Heffington? Uh, by name. I don't know him personally. He's a, a friend who used to live two doors down here. Um, From wherever we are, you'll never know, listeners. <laughs> but oh, there are ghosts outside. <laughs> Excuse me, that's right. I'm, I don't want to be too specific. But but 712 um, Oak Ridge Road. Exactly. <laughs> in Hyde Park. The key is in a small, <laughs> fake rock. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I... Anyway, he's a great choreographer who works with some of the same people you're talking about. Yeah, the 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 what choreographers um, and dancers do is just beyond me. It's incredible, and we are we are absolutely That's one brutal. Of the really fun elements of the show. It's like propulsive, and you've got like good, you know, 
music, rap music, and and great dancing. It's really fun. It's the I always say that the show is like an ADHD person's dream, um, and I'm self-diagnosed. But my attention span is. (laughs) is right. stupid. Right. And so that's so, why you look at like the old episodes of Dallas, you're like, what? No. Okay, but okay, but like so slow. They to see someone No, I I, I, I really you. encourage someone to find something on YouTube. A scene will start with a cityscape of Dallas and then a car will pull up and then park. And then the person will get out of the car, lock the door, walk around the front of there, and go. I'm like, you're these really days not you making Dallas sound interesting it's to watch. It's not efficient storytelling. Um, so it's not like David Lynch. David Lynch is of. slow as fuck too, but, but it's not good storytelling. I, I, I it, 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 apples and oranges because um, sure. Twin Peaks is also sure, one of my favorite shows sure. of all time. Of but course. um. No, I don't, you're not looking for like for Dallas. You're not looking for like uh, economy of of. Editing. It was just it was what was happening at the it's time. The, at the time, it was what, you really had the time to do it. What you're right. looking for is the acting to me and some of the writing. You know, it's just like that's uh, it's just really good. It's stuff. a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so so now oh so the oh so 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 basically this. yeah so the show is just to the point I was making about the attention issue is and somehow I'm the one that's keeping us was the that fuck the, on track was that the first but, time you directed? Wait, that's not the answer you're to the own. question. You're the, you're the creator and I'm the so director. Sorry. That's I, okay, but I, I'll get to that one. But yeah, so yeah. the show has, yes, it has dance, and that allows you to kind of like rejolt your brain and kind of go, oh, this mm. is happening. Yeah. And then you'll go to like some comedy scene, or now there's a murder, now it's sex, and now it's uh, some sort of corporate politics, and now it's, you know, a bitch fight. And now, it, so it's like, there's you just go from one thing to the next. For Like, our scenes are not very long. I don't think any yeah, scene is really more than does, two pages. When, when, did kind of you add, when did you add the gay characters? Because I, I, I did see the first episode of the fourth season, mm-hmm. and there are these two characters that seem to have sex with each other before they know who each other is, and then later they see each other like, what are you doing <laughs> Just here? like life. Oh, I'm the vice president of the team, uh-huh. and, and I'm covering the sidelines for this network. Um, but they, they had had sex already. They didn't know each other. You've before. never hooked up with someone and then but didn't, oh, no, have, didn't know their job? I definitely have. I would love... This is what I would love to do. Or I always ask people's jobs in the dark. Or name. I was going to say... I, that's what I was going to say. I want to deep dive into... And we're like, okay, so let's... I'm going to go bigger, 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 bigger to see ultimately what you didn't know about them. Like, okay, and what was their last name? What was their first name? What was their... I... Yeah. No, I... There's, what yeah. was their nationality? Um, who, who can say? In the so in the the first time we did anything that was uh, gay related adjacent um, mm-hmm. was in our first season we had um, a character who had a real scummy ex who was the father of her baby and he was a sports agent um, and in order to sign a client we have him even though he's straight basically bottoming for this like basketball player. Um, to like close oh, she the was deal. the one that uh, ended up hosting at the um, Devil's Playroom or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So her her, her Aussie little ex. minion. Yeah. So she basically and actually she Who's it was part agent? of a Yelena and Raquel is the they set him up and put that and that was how she managed to get custody of her kid. But so because uh, he so, took it away. I, I remember so we pl- so that was and I was really kind of. That filming that it was such a sh- I love the idea of the straight guy doing this for his goal, and 
filming it, I thought it would be trickier. I was the one that had more hang-ups about it than any of the actors involved. Like, okay, so I'll just be... Fa- and this guy, like, the guy who plays Jesse is, like, married with kids, but he's an actor, professional, so he's done... It's like, okay, so I'm face down, he's fucking me up the ass. Okay, great. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. But, like, it was totally... Network, there was no notes about it, everything was great. Like, so I was like, okay, so I'm the only one that might be holding myself back, thinking, like, actors would be uncomfortable or whatever. So in the second season, um, we actually... Uh, created the character of Jude, uh, who's Oscar's son, who's one of those two you're talking about um, in in that episode where he's like, I'm the VP of the team. Um, right. Yeah. So actually, uh, so Jude was created, um, we actually had a whole storyline for Jesse, that character I just mentioned, um, but then, the, then that wound up not happening with that particular actor, and so we were in a position where we kind of had to... Um, so you fit that storyline into a new character a little a little bit um, and so but you know made him his own character who ultimately the network actually loved more and <laughs> they're like yay so yeah. we ended up with uh, Jude who was Oscar's son who the audience didn't know really anything about besides being like our team owner who was very lecherous and whatever like his son um, and then halfway and then we separately we had a totally different storyline with this um, a new basketball player um, who joined season two and they were colluding um, in conspiring, but doing other things and what have you. And like, um, this basketball player was like having sex with Yelena and, and Jude was scheming and all this stuff. And then halfway through that season, one kisses the other. And it was such a shock at the end of an episode. You're like, holy shit. Like we didn't really like, yeah. And so, and they became for a season and a half, a major couple on the show. Um, and so we got to, was this one when it was on BET or VH1. Yeah. I was still on VH1. Yeah. So it was middle of season two and that storyline went through the end of season three. And then when we moved over to BET, it was about a year and a half. Our actor deals had all expired. And so we, had to reassemble the cast, um, and uh, we did not. Um, w- Adam, who played the basketball player, um, did not uh, chose not to come back. And so, um, but I didn't want to, even though it was a popular couple, I didn't want to um, uh, punish fans of the other. You know, Jude, played by Brent Antonello. Um, and so I basically had to kind of fashion a breakup and, and, and create a new story for Jude. Um, and people love that character, so they want to That's so it, interesting so. that kind of like um, real-world decisions um, affect oh, yeah. how the writers write the story and 100%. change all those things. Yeah. That's why when you sign an actor for a certain number of years, you have comfort and you can then make story over yeah. time. But when it's you... It's not like you're just... It's not like you can just sit down and write whatever you want and then that... If becomes, you have an actor under... Like, if we had stayed at VH1 and had a normal cycle, then we would have had all of those same actors because right. their deals wouldn't have been up and so they'd right. still be contractually right. and we could continue the story. You had a break... So with the changeover of the network, all of the contracts... Correct. Changed. Including my every everyone's expired, so they had to make a new deal with me. They had to make a new deal with the cast, and that was the hardest thing yeah. I ever had to do. The hardest thing I ever had to do was was renegotiate all those cast um, deals because you know it's you wouldn't ha- you wouldn't necessarily typically do that after like some of them had only been on for two seasons. And it's then a weird, it like it's a, a here's weird, all the stuff I want situation, right? And they're like, here's all the stuff I want because I'm seeing like my character is whatever successful, and so yeah, I, I mean, want X, Y, and Z. Like and you're like, oh guys, you know, or yeah, so whatever. right, so you know, but it wasn't that kind of party. I mean, you know, nobody nobody was gonna get a pay cut. Um, but is the show coming back for another season? I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's just, the fourth season just aired on BET Correct. over the summer. Yep. 
and it just wrapped up a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we'll see. Yeah. And is there anything else for you in the pipeline? Um, or anything else you're working on? Or Yes. Nothing that you I can talk nothing about. You talk about. Um, Ooh, but I, that's kind of even better for you. <laughs> uh, but I think news, you have to do series it. ideas. You... Yeah, I, I think that um, my I like to keep busy. Um, yeah. And uh, so you always well, working I mean, what's, on what's great lots of is like you know yeah. Um, but yeah. also just to go to your question yeah. when you were like and then you started directing I think not only have I started directing but by appearing on the show some of the things that I'm doing kind of start to dovetail into a little bit of that um, um, a one so, man show not a one man show but I mean I think that acting there is possibly yeah, good. yeah. there might be a, there might be things um, I'm so glad that you're acting I actually I haven't seen your episodes acting but I'm sure you're great you saw his episode right? I don't, I don't even know if I remember you in I was in I think it was in that? a scene in the, if you, you're talking about the, the most recent the finale what yeah the play? finale episode um, I play a character named Pierce who um, went from being a kind of a t- sort of I don't want to say he was a tabloid reporter but he was like chasing stories yeah um, and then in that time between seasons three and four some of the characters' trajectories had changed because I pick it up like a year and a half later. Um, and so my character... Um, so you were in season three. The end three. of season three, yeah. Um, and then when I come back, I basically up my game. And so I'm no longer chasing the story for like 50 cents a word. But in fact, now I know everyone's secrets or can get them. And so um, I'm kind sort of, like of a... like the inside scoop kind yeah, of Yeah, so I'm like the secret... Um, the vault of secrets so people so characters would come to me to either find things out or try and create sort of calamity and I did fun <laughs> yeah so it's 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 definitely nice to write your own character because you're like uh, the um, you're like the eunuch on Game of Thrones do you know I've never seen Game of Thrones you've never seen Game of Thrones no but eunuch sounds fantastic thanks <laughs> it's flattering huh? I love it <laughs> Fantastic show, though. Just half a genitalia. You're just like him. Um, yeah, I've heard a word or two about Game of Thrones. I hear it's... Ex- I, you know what? I it's I, There are a lot of shows that I have not seen, um, and the reason for that is, uh, tr- truthfully, it, it falls on a line, uh, and the line being the birth of Hit the Floor. And if sure, there's a show yeah. that was... Super busy. Well, if it was a show before Hit the Floor, I was probably super bitter. And so I never made... Maybe I wasn't watching that show because I was like, oh, I don't want to see like that. how that got on the air. You, like, whatever. Um, and then, I mean, maybe it wasn't a lot of that. But, um, but then after Hit the Floor, I found it hard to watch <laughs> other shows because I just, I, like, I just have been really focused on... on on hit the floor totally. story wise and yeah, also you just sure. don't have time like when my writers would be like oh my god I totally binge watched that show uh, whatever XYZ I'm like I know how hard I work how the fuck are you watching eight episodes of this show mm-hmm. with what time I'm not yeah. working you hard enough yeah <laughs> um, but uh, I also love reality crack the more. whip I, I keep bankers hours on the show so I'm, I think I'm an okay is that nine to five 10 to 6, maybe it's a different kind of bank. But I, I don't keep people, I don't bring in people super early. I don't keep them late because I just great. feel like it's diminished so returns. Yeah, Have you ever tried to do something at like 
10 o'clock at night effectively. I tried to do certain things effectively, but not writing. Yeah. And still not effectively, right? <laughs> oh, you can be quite I like to write in the morning. With, I don't know what you're talking about, but there's plenty of things I do at 10 p.m. that I'm very effective at. 10 p.m. I love. <laughs> Does any of it involve Sean from the real world? No. Definitively not. <laughs> so there's no secret love affair. No, I don't, I don't like him. <laughs> and you guys actually, we were recording this. In, in an evening. So I feel like 10 o'clock is not far from now. So now I feel like... It's 9.38. It is so almost our hour. In 20 minutes, suddenly there's going to be like the Bee Gees are going to kick in, the disco ball is going to drop. Yeah. No, the no. bongs are going to come out. I mean, we've been productive in this. We're doing this. You know? This, I'm a this nighttime person. I, I, I'm, I've always liked the night. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm productive. The Craigslist killer is on his way. I'm it? productive. Do they, is there still Craigslist? Oh, I met him. He's nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. He won't do half the things there I'm paying for. There might be Craigslist, Craigslist personals got, um, got shut down. The, Cra- the personal section oh, gosh, of Craigslist down. is shut mm-hmm. down. I don't, um, so there's no, uh, who, I mean, who needs that? I mean, isn't there... There's like apps where you're like, I guess closeted Republicans. Aren't they all on the apps? I guess they're on the apps. That's how they're all exposed, right? But so hit the floor has lasted for four seasons. Congratulations! Mm -hmm. That's a that's a that's a long time. Thank you. Is how many episodes it's been? Six. (laughs) No, it seems like there's such a gap between. It's like forty something. Yeah, it's it's forty something episodes. Yeah, Um, which is which is amazing. Um, it, you you created a proven hit on two different networks, um, plus Real World Law Season, plus Shark Attack. I mean, so no, so like, there's no end to like what what is coming next for for you as a writer, director, actor. Until the Craigslist killer comes, then I'm done. No, I have twenty more minutes left on this earth. That's not happening. And then sexy time kicks it's in. Simply not happening. <laughs> all right. First of all, your car is in my garage and it must leave. So I, just... <laughs> if you guys knew the <laughs> the difficulty in getting my car in my garage, moment, I don't think I'm actually crazy. going to get my car out of that garage. It may, you may not. What kind of car do you drive? But I will encourage. I you. drive um, a uh, oh my god a Mustang. Ooh. And actually, I gave that car to car one of my characters drives it on the show. Tiana Taylor drives my car on the show. And it's kind of fun. It's like seeing my kid on the on TV. When, when, when it was is airing, your actual like, car is on the television? My, my car is a character the on the car. show. What color no, no, it's is my it? actual... Your actual... Is blue. it red? Oh, no, it's blue. No, it's a, it's a very cool car. No, it's like Smurf blue. It's got a racing... Stri- it's a giant matchbox. Um, I love it. It makes me smile. I'm it's glad. ridiculous. Um, it's fun. Is it a stick shift? No, I can't. That's no, I can't drive. You it take skill. I yeah. don't drive stick either. It's embarrassing. Why? I don't. It's not like someone's. I'm embarrassed over your shoulder going. Well, no. When you go to Europe, it's hard. You know, you want to rent a car. Oh, difficult. every time I go to Europe and I'm renting a car, it's like Seriously, oh god, I right? can't believe I don't drive stick. Uh, that European shade is quite something. <laughs> Wait, the shade so from, from the uh, do I have people. do I have because now because I'm somehow managing to hold on to the trails of two pieces do I have the time to finish the trail of the two things or yes. should I yes. pretend like those never happen uh, there's I mean, no limit we have, there's anyway, no producer so here trying us to cut it <laughs> well so the two things I was going to say was one about Roger Corman and the other oh. was about the circuitiveness of how I got hit the floor, and both of them can be brief. Mm, yeah, yeah we never no, got there. go. So the 
circuitous. I'll tell him this order too. The storyteller in me says, "Do this order." Okay. So, um, all of the doing different things in all those years, it all. What I did was I worked really hard, and I was nice to people. And I feel like what wound up happening was all of the different people I kind of worked with at a certain point it came back. And so Maggie called me and said that the network was looking for this type of show. And so had I not kind of gone through my kind of career weaving in and out of these random jobs, um, the show wouldn't have happened. And I actually, with all of the struggle of that time, I actually sold Hit the Floor over the phone because... Uh, which never happens. It's, but I've had so much struggle that I'm like, I'll sell a fucking show with the phone. That's fine. Usually have them in the room. Yeah. Um, you but, deserve it. Thanks. Well, it's thank you. Well, it, it's we. Uh, I you know I I did the work on the outline, but we had um, different people in different cities. We got on the phone and and I pitched it over the phone and um, yeah, because you hear that like someone says like it's gonna be a phone pitch and you're like fuck that's not. I've never work. had one before and I've never had one since. I it's I actually have had them. And it's, you know, it's tough. Uh, and But you think, like, uh, I don't know how far that's going to go. But you sold a, a I, you series. Know, Jeff Old You're the success was, story of the phone yay. page. Yeah. Well, Jeff Old was the head of VH1 at the time. And it was like a, you know, I was like, this is Elena. This is Asha. Whatever, whatever. And he was like, great. Gets off the phone. And I was like, did we just sell the show? Maggie's like, let me call you back. Yeah, we sold the show. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, my so God. So that was kind good. of to tie up how, yes, there was, it, it, it took a little bit, but it was all of the sort of steps along the way that kind of added up to that moment. The other thing was the Roger Corman was now the show is happening. Yes. And I remember being up, looking at like sets being kind of designed and built and, you know, helping decide like what the carpet's going to be and what the... So this exciting. Is that, is that. Seeing your like vision oh comes out. It's, oh, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mentioned something. Oh, no. Actually, one of someone in uh, construction was like, um, James, I don't know if you remember me, um, but... Um, the Craigslist killer? No. Right. <laughs> it's Kathy, the Craigslist killer. Um, she was, That's tying it all up. Because that person's going to murder us all in a few minutes. Yay, TikTok. <laughs> like to finish this Roger Corman story. Um, she said, do you remember I worked in that production office of that movie that you were the production office PA for for like two weeks. And I was oh like, God. I remember there was two women in that office. I, one like didn't, was just surly, I don't think like me. And the other one was just kind of, I was like, oh good, she was the one that was okay. And I was like, that's so crazy. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Like, like back years, when you moved here? Back when I moved here, she and I both worked in the same little office in this movie called Carnival of Souls. It was like a super cheesy movie. For the Corman. special effects, yeah, it was like two like black contact lenses for eyes <laughs> to, that showed the guy was possessed and demonic, <laughs> and that was their budget. And so I was like, that's so crazy. I was like, when I first, like, I was here for weeks, and I had that job. How did she remember? And it was crazy. Now I'm like running the show that she's working on, and she was like, about, like it was is crazy right and then I was like wow that's wild this is wonderful that's great and she goes well hold on a second and then she says um uh Chris come here and Chris is our my was my DP for a season she goes Chris was worked on Carnival of Souls so he was there at the same time I was and he was my DP for the series and he goes Maria come over here Maria was uh, my line producer for the first season Hit the Floor and she was the AD on Carnival like everyone who had worked in my crew in a key position had all worked on the same in 1997 without you on realizing the same it? Move. well because I never I was in the production office for a couple weeks I was like when I say I was the lowest on the totem pole 
I was like emptying the trash. You were underneath the totem pole as a cement foundation. Exactly. I had like one pinky that was like shooting up from the cement buried underneath all of the totem pole. And everyone else was like just working on that movie. And we were all there at the same time working on that one movie. And now they were all like on my show working on the show. It was, and I'm like, and you hadn't even realized it. I never met them. I never, we just happened to be. And so great that they're all still working and doing like, and all of them are great. When we first mentioned Roger Corman, I I said that Spielberg was started by him. That's not true. Um, You said Ron Howard. Ron, I said Spielberg that he had nothing to do with that, but Ron this Howard, is the part of the podcast clarifying. where he's like, okay, now we'd like to do some corrections. Ron Howard, <laughs> yes. And like Bob Zemeckis, I think. Other people. Many, I actually many, think many almost everyone somehow Not through Spielberg, that factory. But many, many people got their starts through Roger Corman. Um, certainly Ron Howard as a director and um, many others. Not Spielberg. I, I when I, as soon as I said it, I was like, "That's wrong." That's been haunting I wanted you. to correct it. Yeah, I Before, corrected it. Now that you're looking at like your life is flashing before your eyes, because Kathy's on her way to kill us. Ooh, Kathy, yeah, we can deal with Kathy. Kathy, we're gonna be murdered quite soon. Yes, in your scenario. <laughs> well, we should wrap it up then. Um, we should. We should. Or let this thing. Pl- I mean, this the ratings would be huge if we just let out, this record let it play out. Kathy, what are you we doing here? We have been letting it play out. Oh, for the murder? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that is such a hit we could, for us. We could crashy, be crashy. Oh. We could be waiting a while what a surprise. for that murder bang, to show bang. up. We just call out the window. Someone come in and kill us. <laughs> what about that? You guys, I'm trying to like, I need to get ears. I need to sell this well, to I'm, Dick I'm, Wolf. I'm hearing, uh, yeah, I'm hearing your oh, next that's right. series. Yeah, you better blow us up. Blow us up. We've got nothing but murder for one episode. <laughs> and it's uh, over. So hit the floor. The James. four seasons are all out. Yes. People can watch them what online. What a pleasure. Sure, Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, you guys. You couldn't be more charming. Oh, it's the alcohol. Really? Well, maybe no, you were charming all. when you walked but in the door. No, you, I, I was, was still were drunk, drunk when you came <laughs> in. <laughs> that was yeah. why getting in that garage was so difficult. You're, no, you weren't. Just cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just the light ones. Um, no, you're, just a, you've just been really, really charming. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, and thank you for listening. This is happening, podcast listeners. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, Jakarta. Thank you, Ireland. Yes, thank, thank you, Mexico. For, for, yes, thank you, Puerto Vallarta. Maybe that was you Probably last week. Probably <laughs> I mean, who knows? We see our, we see our international listeners that come from... Far and wide. And our Thank domestic for, listeners, vote. Thank you Are you registered listening. to vote? Get registered, vote. They're yeah. not going to hear this. Voting is... For the thing, are they? Mm. The election will have taken place. No, but a voting not registration quite. might be over. No, this will be right before. This might be like right when you need to vote, like today. Like, if this is coming <laughs> so out, you better vote. This would vote. be just for the people who are already registered. Yes. You this have comes to out be on Thursday, so I don't yeah, know. it's I a think Tuesday. It'll be so it'll be anyone who, no if anyone follows me at James Larosa. No, there's no dot com. Yeah, at James Larosa. That's actually it. It's just at James Larosa on Instagram and but they and, and Twitter. But they will. You have a follow you big right now. following on and Instagram. I love that. And and well, I wonder if it basically. I'm sure they're all uh, exhausted by me today because today was a day the last day to register to vote in a whole bunch of states, and so I was just like hammering because. Oh, absolutely. 
Your Instagram is charming. I've seen it since. Uh, the Instagram story today was like, get off your asses oh, and vote cute. for goddamn. I'm looking at it right now. No, but it's like you were like you documented your time in Palm Springs. You were recently you with Willem. Um, that little nugget. Yeah, exactly. That's what you called him. I don't. I don't know why. Cute Just leather to, jacket. Where? Did you go? I'm to looking see, at his Instagram. Did, did you go to see? Um, Star is born. Star is born. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, yeah. We saw it the other. I mean, what do you think? Seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Well, he's I, seen it. I, I, who's seen it? Willem's seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Willem has seen it, um, but several times. Um, a nothing beats seeing the movie with someone who's in it. It's incredible because yeah, you know, yes. especially when you like like, like that. them and oh. <clears throat> um, yeah. I thought it was a great movie. And 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 uh, she's great. Do you think she'll win the Oscar? She won't win. <clears throat> I think actually, she'll win. I don't know that that's true. No, I think I she's going to win. Seen it. I, I don't know that that's true because I'll tell you this: I saw her just a little bit. She'll be nominated. I hope. And she I, actually, and I hope she's amazing. I, I will. See I will it. not. I mean, I haven't seen I haven't all seen the other it. offerings, obviously, but I was very surprised by because I'd seen a little bit of her on Horror Story, and you know, she's playing like a vampire or whatever or something. She so. hasn't done anything. <clears throat> right. So you good. would think she would be maybe not the sharpest. She hasn't honed what she needs to do. She was so real in the movie. She's amazing. I mean, you know she, she can also sing. Wrote like the soundtrack. And, she, and, like, and she'll she'll get all the awards for the things you know she'll she can do. But I didn't. Know. So you think she'll get an Oscar for a song and perhaps? Maybe. I would not be surprised if she got an Oscar like, for Best Actress we'll because see. she is. We'll she has a. I think. But we have to see it. Even though Bette Midler was not a star. Really, when the rose came out, I think you can make a similar comparison between someone who just is win. naturally talented. No, but she won the Golden Globe. Bette Midler did. Okay. Um, I think Gaga's <laughs> gonna win. I don't know, but I will say she's incredible. And and as as someone who like can be a bitch about casting and like looking and trying to find that this that, I think she she was really honestly like just raw and great. So and actually, Bradley Cooper was great. I hear that. And God, he's I didn't I didn't I I. I He's good looking, but when you see him do that, like French, and have you guys seen him do that interview in French with like international? He speaks like, fluent, fluent French. French, and you watch it, and you're like, and it's like, oh my god, it's it's nuts. You're like, oh, I'm, my opinion of you has completely he's, changed. I'm now swimming, and this is I great. think he's very sexy and, and you, smart. You'll at ten o'clock. You're gonna watch Bradley Cooper do an international in French. Right before I really get murdered, flew. you know what? Maybe <laughs> we'll how about this. You and I will get murdered, Nathan, and you can just watch Bradley. Oh, I'm gonna be the Thank only survivor. You. I'm no, not into that. Nathan should survive. I, All you right, know, fine. I've, I've done what I've done. I'll take I one can. for the team, so you can get Bradley, and you can go I back can. to your open Nathan relationship. Go forward. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, thank you all. Goodbye. Thank you, thank you, goodbye. Click.